as a woman who has started over twice, I know that money conversation can be hard, but yet it's vital because my dad used to have women walk into his office crying because their spouse had suddenly passed away and they didn't know what to do because they didn't talk about their money. Welcome to the Money Over Easy Show. And in this episode, we are going to talk about those hard conversations and how to make those conversations easier for you. I'm your host, Trisha Daniel, a third generation speaker, a financial literacy and clarity advisor. Because when we make conversations over money easy, it helps us get super clear on how to apply money and financial concepts into our everyday lives. These conversations are inspired by the breakfasts I have with my father. We would have conversations over money every single Saturday, and we still do. Since I was a little girl, age three, my father would bring out a napkin, a pen, and start to draw and teach my sister and I different financial concepts that he would teach as a financial advisor and a financial planner. So these conversations that I still have, I'm bringing to you now in the Money Over Easy show. Do you ever feel it's super hard to talk about, buddy? Most of us do, but it's even harder to talk about it with somebody else, especially your significant other. 64%, yes, 64% of most couples do not like to talk about money. And not only that, they are financially incompatible, meaning they have different ideas of where their money should go and what it should do. And for most of us, we did not talk about that when we were dating. And we did not talk about that during the marriage. And then all of a sudden, after we're married, it pops up. And it was one of the reasons, one of the significant reasons for divorce. As a woman who started over twice, I know this for a fact. But today in this episode, not only do I want to talk about money conversations with a significant other, but the importance of talking about it with other family members, with maybe your parents that are getting older. Or maybe you are a kid who is learning about finances and you want to make that conversation easier. Or maybe you're a parent who wants to make sure their kids know how to handle the money that you will be leaving to them or how to handle the money and how you want it distributed when you pass. These are all important conversations. So having a framework to be able to have these conversations and make it a little bit more enjoyable and not like nails on a chalkboard is super important. Like we talked about before, money conversations for myself and my dad were easy. He would pull out a napkin, pull out a pen, and at breakfast start to draw out conversations. It was a way for him as a financial planner to put money terms into easier terms for me since I was three years old. For you, for your kids, for your significant other, or for your parents, coming up with ways to make those conversations easier is super important. But first, let's start with your significant other. Whether your significant other is somebody in your life right now, you are married, whether you are dating, or whether you find yourself newly as your own significant other. This is an important conversation. Yes, me, myself, and I, I will admit, I talk to myself sometimes. And if you, yeah, I know you're admitting it to yourself. You do too. But it is something that's really, really hard to even talk to ourselves about. But once we have a framework to be able to discuss those conversations with ourselves 
a new significant other or whether you've been married for a long time is super important. My dad, as a financial planner, would have women walk into his office just bawling and crying because they would have a spouse that recently passed and they didn't know where to start. They had maybe never paid a bill before. They had no idea. Did my husband have life insurance? Did he have debt? I told a story one time of a waitress who waited on me at an airport hotel and she was there because her husband had passed. She thought they were taken care of. She thought he had life insurance. She did not realize he was so deep in debt that when he passed, suddenly she found herself as owing back that debt. And she found herself without life insurance because he did told her he took it out, but he didn't. So sometimes it's these hard conversations where we maybe we thought our spouse had it. We thought our spouse had it taken care of, but it was just a conversation we didn't have. So first, this is where I'd like to start. A way to be able to approach your significant other instead of like, hey, <clears throat> there's this lady on a podcast and she said we've got to talk about it. So let's talk about it. I mean, no, you would feel threatened as an other person. But first, show your interest. Say, hey, I'm interested in knowing. If something ever happened, do we have a plan in place? What would your wishes be? Do we potentially have life insurance? Is there a copy of the policy in a safety deposit box? These are easy conversations, just like, hey, I am interested in knowing. So that is the first step. And knowing what are you interested in knowing? Are you interested in knowing that there is paperwork sitting in a safety deposit box that you have a key to and walking over and be okay in your devastation, in the recent passing, you know exactly what to do. You're going to go to that safety deposit box, open it up, and your significant other had a plan in place. I'm interested in knowing our daily expenses, our weekly expenses, our monthly expenses. Sometimes one or the other spouse is taking care of all the expenses. Being able to sit down with them and go, okay, I'm interested in knowing. If we have this much money coming in, what goes to our living expenses? What goes to our owing? What goes to our giving and what goes to our growing? These are things that I am interested in knowing so I can help us together as a new couple, as a couple who have been together for 20, 30 years. I want to make sure that we're reaching our goals together. I want to contribute. I am interested in. See, it makes it a little bit easier, right? Not so threatening because for most people that is, it's a fight. And it may take a few times. It's making conversations over money easier takes time. It's not something that instantly happens. But for some spouses, they're thinking, ah, my spouse is just not interested. They don't want to know anything. And for some, they take it the other way of, I don't want them knowing anything because they're going to find out. And sometimes you'll be able to gauge. You know your spouse well enough. You know whether enough. They don't want you to know, or they think you don't want to know, but just start showing some interest, but also big piece, self-education. Are there any money terms that you're unfamiliar with? 
And in later podcasts, we're going to go through those terms because I think it's super important for people to understand the accounting ease. I am an accountant and I've been an accountant for 25 years. And so it took me a while to be able to take my accounting ease language and put it into everyday terms. But once I did, wow, did it help my significant others know how to be able to, okay, this is what we have. This is what I want to go to living, to owing, to growing, to giving. It makes it easier when you can do it together. I definitely found that out in my marriage right now. It does. It helps when they, they may not be interested. They may like to leave it all to you, but just including them in the conversation or being interested in that conversation is super important. So one with your significant other, just ask, I am interested in knowing. Maybe two, start a weekly board meeting, sitting down with them like, hey, can I sit down with you and go over our finances together? How can I help with that? And I love to call it a family board meeting, getting each other involved and knowing what we have. I know for me, groceries used to be a really awful thing, but knowing that I have got an account set aside that's just for my groceries and that's just the amount in there. And I can communicate to myself, hey, we only have $200 for the next two weeks. That's going to feed us all. Let's get creative. Let's do this together. It makes for a much easier conversation. That leads me into let's talking with our kids or if you're a kid talking with your parents about money. The education teach system will not teach our kids about money. I think right now, as I'm recording this podcast, there are two states that are finally, finally requiring financial education in the system. So therefore, as parents, or if you are a kid, it is super important to have those financial literacy conversations, just like my dad did when I was three, but even more important, yes, you may have the knowledge, but do you have the wisdom? Meaning, are you applying that knowledge? And so helping your kids not only teach them, but applying it is very important. Have them do it with you. And maybe too, this is new for you. You're like, how am I supposed to teach my kids if I don't know? Let's all know together. Again, having that weekly board meeting, monthly board meeting, sitting down with your kids, each getting a blank sheet of paper, some color pencils, some markers, and let's all go through. This is our money coming into our family. And maybe there's some things with your kids you don't want them to know, but it's super important to say, hey, if you had $1,000 that came in this month, let's write down living expenses, how much in rent or mortgage. Do you have a car payment, electric bills, starting to get them to understand what paying bills are like. And maybe they want this big fancy car when they turn 16, kind of give them the reality check. Okay, if you're going to take out a loan on that car, this is how much it's going to cost. Man, pretty soon that $1,000 doesn't go so far. So it starts to give your kids just like concept, just an idea of going through that money each week. For me, when I was nine years old, my God, my dad got me a checking account. Instead of child support, my parents did checking accounts, which was great because we started learning through our own checking account. This money came in. And this is how much we would spend for our activities, for our gas, for our insurance. My younger sister actually went and got a job because she realized, hey, I want some more money coming into my account. 
we start to learn different things by actually doing it, applying that wisdom. So the next thing, if you're having a child or if you're a child with your parent, ask, hey, I want to learn or hey, come join us for our weekly board meeting. Because you know, if you have a kid that is joining in on your weekly monthly board meeting and looking over the family expenses or teaching them how to say, hey, this is much money that came in. This is the much money going out. Not only first, they stop asking you to go shopping for that toy and to get on Amazon. And I really, really need, or I really need these shoes because they understand the amount of money that we have left over to spend on those things. But next, it really helps them prepare them for those money conversations with their spouse someday. Because a child that learns that money conversations are not scary, they're not fearful, they don't dread it. And it's something that is, can be good, can be joyous, can be fun, especially with colored pencils, markers. Someday when they become a spouse, they're going to want to sit down with their spouse and say, hey, let's do this together. They're going to have early money memories that are empowering to them, that motivate them. Yeah, I would want that for my kids too. The next piece I really want to address is as you get older, having that estate plan. And for many of us, estate planning sounds like something scary. That's a legal ease. I don't want to know about it. And for some of us, we just can't afford it. But this is where I'd like for you to start. Estate planning is when you go to a lawyer and they will drop legal papers like a will, trust. There are different things in place that you know can pass on generational wealth, things that you own, things that you owe, and give out those instructions to your heirs. For most people, if you do not have this in place, guess what? The government will do it for you. I'm not a lawyer, so I'm not going to give you the legalese, but I do want to give you from an accountant and finance point of view. There is a reason that I am very passionate about this also. My stepfather, when he was in his last days, finally, my mom and my stepfather, we had all five sisters from my blended family had begged them, please write down what land you have. Please write down what you owe. So something happens to you guys. We know what to do. We don't want some animals on the land on a farm somewhere, you know, something to happen to them because we didn't know that it was there. It wasn't until my stepfather was passing away very unexpectedly from cancer that he finally confided in my brother-in-law and told him the land, the things that he owned and what his wishes were and everything was placed in a trust so that his wishes were followed. For each of his children, because again, there was a blended family of five girls. And can you imagine five girls? If you have a child, one, two, three, or four, they don't always get along. They don't always see eye to eye. And yes, and then there's grandkids involved. There's several things involved. But if you leave your wishes, you leave a peace. You leave a peace of mind behind of, hey, this is what I want. This is what I want for each of my children each of my grandchildren, and to last for generations. So the first thing from my accounting and finance background, I would like for you to at least start to list out what are your wishes? What are your wishes? What are the things that you own? Your assets. What are the things that you owe? 
your liabilities and start to list those out and look at them. Okay. If something were to happen to me tomorrow, where do I want these to go? And also, who do I want to know about this? Starting off with a piece of paper, maybe it is colored pencils and markers, start to write it down. And then when you're ready, which don't take too long, because again, we never know what in life may happen. Sit down with one or more of your children and say, these are my wishes. This is where I like to start. So something happens to me tomorrow. I want to communicate to you what I want to happen. And it starts that conversation with your older kids, or it may be with your younger kids. Because again, you never know. Life happens and changes so fast. Just like I said, these women would come into my dad's financial planning office, maybe in their early 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s, and devastated because they never had those conversations with their significant other or with a parent or sometimes a child and not knowing what to do next. So having important conversations, having them written down is vital. So in this episode, I want you to understand that having conversations over money can be easy, but you have to at least get started. So one, start those conversations with your significant other. Say, hey, I'm interested in knowing. Two, sit down with your children and start to teach them basic money conversations. What money comes in? What money goes out so we can live? We can grow? What do we owe and what do we want to grow? And then sit down with a parent or as a parent, sit down with a child and lay out your wishes, have those money conversations of what, where do you want your things to go? How do you want to leave a legacy for your family? Just getting the conversation started. You can make it easier. If you'd like more guidelines on having a board meeting, drop me a line because this is a conversation I want to touch on more and more and more so I can help you make conversations over money easier. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Money Over Easy Show, where we make conversations over money easy. If you got value out of this episode, I would be honored if you would hit subscribe and give us a five-star review so we can share with more people and let them know that conversations over money can be easy for them too. Thank you, and we'll see you next time.